Happy 420, y'all. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Monday, April 20th. Here's what you missed while you were doing the cabbage patch because you realized you fixed the damn internet. Yeah. Oh, wait. Was that just me? Okay, so oil prices dropped to a record low of negative $37.63 a barrel. What does this mean? Well, it seriously means that oil producers are paying traders to take the oil out of their hands. Wild. Now, why could this be happening? Well, there's two reasons. It has to do with the current blends and contracts for May, but more importantly, the storage. There isn't much storage left for all of this oil because there's just no demand. Everyone's staying home. Ain't nobody doing a fill-up. Quoting CNN, a big part of the story is that the United States is simply running out of space to store the oil. Mark Paul, an economist at the New College of Florida, said in an email, refineries are beginning to refuse shipments. A lack of storage space driven by massive oversupply is destroying the oil market. No one in America wants oil in the short term, Jeffrey Hawley of Oanda told clients on Monday. Saudi Arabia, Russia, and other producers tried to prop up prices with a deal last week to slash production by $9.7 million barrels per day in May and June the deepest cut ever negotiated. But that isn't expected to soak up the supply glut caused by evaporating demand for energy. Oil storage facilities are still at risk of overflowing, raising the chance that some oil producers in the United States and Canada could start paying customers to take crude oil off their hands, according to Stonavo. Investors are particularly worried about storage reaching capacity in Cushing, Oklahoma, the main U.S. hub. According to GasBuddy.com, the cheapest gas in America right now can be found in Fort McLennan Alabama for 87 cents a gallon. And that just sounds like a place I probably don't want to be. So I'm good right here paying my two bucks. But lo and behold, I come to find out that on native lands, it's basically a steal right now in Irving, New York, south of Buffalo, Chautauqua County. I believe it's a Seneca reservation there. And you can find gas currently at 86 cents a gallon. So take that, Alabama. I'm from New York. Concrete man. These years, it's all about the streaming wars, and Netflix is obviously the king of the hill right now, but there's a lot of players that have entered the circle of fire who will come out victorious. We shall see, because there's like, you know, three types of streaming companies. The ones with original shows and back catalogs, one price to consume everything. That's like the aforementioned Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime Video, etc. Then there's the live TV over the internet guys like Philo TV, Sling, and YouTube TV. And then there's the old rental stores, iTunes, Amazon, Redbox. They stream it to you earlier copies and access but one time for one price they also have movies anywhere so you can get access on all the services you could also buy it from them as well and they'll deliver it right to you you could download it or stream it at another time and so the movie theater companies are trying not to get left behind and if you're not out buying movie tickets online right now then what the heck is fandango gonna do to make a buck you know fandango right 
the movie ticket selling website. Well, they went and stepped into the ring about four years ago with a service called Fandango Now, another rental streamer. And not a lot of people have been paying attention. But Walmart has a big player in the rental game, and that's Voodoo. Not only are they the streaming service for Walmart.com, but it sure does help that they're one of the buttons on thousands of TVs and Roku remotes. So Fandango did the big boy thing today and plopped down an undisclosed sum of monies on purchasing Voodoo. They'll still be the supplier for Walmart too, but now they'll be under Fandango ownership. Quote, for us, it's a combination of scale for our on-demand streaming service and the addition of Voodoo Talent, a Fandango spokesperson said. Voodoo has a strong brand presence and customer base. So right now, we're focusing on making sure that during this transition, Voodoo customers are taken care of and likewise on the Fandango Now side. Both businesses will exist for the time being, they noted. Rumors that Walmart was shopping Voodoo have been reported for many months. In February, Walmart was said to be in discussions with Comcast, which could have leveraged the platform for its newly launched stream streaming service, Peacock. Walmart's interest in an online movie purchase and rental marketplace have dwindled in recent months as competition from other major players has ramped up, end quote. Sounds like they know when the juice is up. Let's see what Fandango might have up their sleeves. Okay, so today is April 20th, aka 420, in the year 2020. This is every pothead and stoner celebration day. It's also Hitler's birthday in the same day as the Columbine massacre, but stoners tend to ignore those two big dates and focus on the cannabis consumption. So I figured, why not give you a little rundown on the history of this number and why it's celebrated today and yada yada yada. It's time for some history. Quoting Newsweek. According to a December 98 issue of High Times, Steve Capper and four of his friends, who called themselves the Waldos, used the term when they were students at California's San Rafael High School in the 1970s. The group would sit on a wall and mock greasers and cheerleaders outside their school while smoking weed. Since school let out at 310 and some had other after-school activities that would last about an hour, they scheduled 420 as their regular time to meet near a Louis Pasteur statue outside the school. Throughout the day, they'd whisper 420 to each other to remind that they had plans after school. We did discover that we could talk about getting high in front of our parents without them knowing by using 420, Capper told High Times. In 2017, the Time reported that one of the Waldos, Dave Reddix, was hired by Grateful Dead bassist Phil Lesh, which helped the term catch on for deadheads. HuffPost also referenced the flyer, which was later published in High Times, that was distributed at a dead show in 1990. It encouraged people to meet at 420 on 420 for 420-ing in Marin County, California. So there you go. A couple of high schoolers in California getting high after school, doing some stupid teenage stuff, I guess. New big surprise there. All right. I hope this helps explain why the show was late and why there's only three stories and no outro. <laughs> Oh, man. Back to your regular scheduled news show tomorrow. I'm off to watch another Cheech and Chong flick. Focus, proud, dedicated. I got you with the news, you know.